0: When you're on a health and fitness journey, there is no doubt that your nutrition is going to be important to you and that you are going to spend a good portion of time in the kitchen, making sure that you've got the right meals to fuel your body and your goals. However, when it comes to maintaining things long term, we usually want to make them as easy as possible. So saving time in the kitchen can be incredibly beneficial, especially for someone like me who just wants to do the bare minimum to tick their boxes from a nutrition perspective, but not really spend much more time in the kitchen. So today I want to go through some time-saving nutrition tips that will hopefully save you some minutes and hours in the kitchen without impacting the quality of your nutrition. So number one is blend the food that you don't have time to prepare or eat and this might seem a bit weird if you're eating you know broccoli and chicken although I have seen it done but that's not quite what I'm referring to. Let's say for example you're used to having a cooked breakfast of sourdough, some eggs and it will take you a good 20 minutes to prepare and eat that if not a little bit longer. On the days that maybe you're short on time it might be a lot more beneficial to match up the macros with protein powder, oats, a little bit of almond milk, maybe some fruit, throw it all in a blender and you've just won yourself back maybe 20-25 minutes. You might not do this every day but on those days that you're short for time or you just want to speed things up a little bit, it can be a really fantastic alternative. Number two is purchase pre-chopped veg. This is such a game changer for me. If I have to slice my mushrooms, it's not a good day. <laughs> I will always opt for the sliced options and you think these things don't take that long but when it does come to let's say chopping for three meals per day that takes five minutes, As 15 minutes you're winning back by just having those pre-chopped and ready. It's also a little bit easier to portion things out. You don't waste as much. So I'd highly encourage that if you have the option to do so. Number three is allocate yourself a specific amount of time to prepare each meal. For me, if something takes longer than maybe 15 to 20 minutes to prepare for lunch or breakfast, I wouldn't even bother. I would just opt for something more simple because I don't want to spend that much time between eating and preparing it. That's a lot of time taken out my day. When it comes to dinner, I don't mind spending a little bit more time on it, but by knowing i only have like this 10 to 20 minute window that i can prepare my meal it keeps my choices limited in terms of what i can actually prepare within that time frame and that brings the simplicity and it also means that i'm not spending more time in the day than i would like to cooking but i still get the right amount of food and the nutrients that i want to eat but of course if you have like a easy sunday morning where you do want to take some time or a saturday evening or something like that totally fine but on those days that you want to be a little bit more efficient allocate a certain amount of time and if you can't make that meal within that time opt for another meal choice number four is to batch cook certain elements of your meals. I told you guys before, I'm not a big fan of meal prepping myself. It's not something I want to do and I prefer to cook fresh. However, when it comes to maybe a carb source, let's say it's a Sunday, I've got a little bit of time, I might just cook a ton of potatoes to have for the next three or four days. I might cook a ton of rice. I'm lying. I never really cook rice. But if I had some form of carb source that I could cook for the next couple of days or even my protein or even some form of a salad that I could then use on future days, I will absolutely do that. There is nothing better than coming to the end of a busy Monday and realizing that you've already prepped maybe 50 to 60% of your evening meal. It's only going to take you a quick amount of time to get that prepared and consumed. Number five is to separate portions of meals and snacks In advance so if you're someone who maybe has a certain portion of fruit per day or a certain amount of nuts per day rather than separating them every single time you bring them out the bag take some time on a Sunday if you know that every time that you grab nuts it's 30 grams grab some containers grab some reusable bags and separate them in advance it might not seem like it's gonna save that much time but when you're doing this every single day and maybe even twice a day it adds up and it also gives you a much better chance of sticking to those portion sizes if you're literally just putting your hand in that bag of nuts or you're just grabbing a handful of fruit, you're far likely to overconsume than if they're already separated. It's unlikely that you'll try and go into the separate portion that you've made in advance. Same goes for meals too. This is something I regularly do with maybe mints. I'll put it all together. I'll cook like 500 grams and I'll separate it into three on the night that I prep it. So then I'm literally just grabbing it from the fridge and reheating it and it's good to go. Number five is to distribute the cooking duty with your partner or family members. So let's say you have a super busy Monday evening packed full of meetings that might be the day that your partner, if they can, prepares the dinner for the both of you. And let's say that they have a busier back end of the week and that might be where you take over the cooking duty or even you distribute it across the week. Maybe one of you takes charge of the majority of the meals from Monday to Thursday and then the other does it from Friday to Sunday or even one goes shopping and one does the cooking. By just considering what would work best for each of you in a relationship or in a family, it can make a big difference to saving time and also the enjoyment as well. None of us really want to be in the kitchen spending a lot of time cooking when we're super busy and we've got stuff to do but if you can distribute those tasks so that you are spending time in the kitchen when you're not that busy you might even enjoy it more as well. Number six is to plan what you're going to eat in advance. By having a rough idea of what you're going to have it's going to make the shopping easier, it's going to make the prep easier and it's probably going to help you stay on track more. There is nothing worse than getting to the end of a busy day and realizing that there really isn't that much in the fridge that you can work with. So either you have to drag yourself to the supermarket and then that takes time to go and to prepare the food and then you're eating late or you settle for a takeaway which is usually not the best option from a financial perspective or a health and well-being perspective and I think these can be planned in advance but when they're done last minute it's never really ideal so if you can just have a rough idea of okay this is what my breakfast and lunch looks like and we're going to be having dinner together so I need to go shopping on this day to ensure that we've got this food and it's just so much easier when you just think about it in advance and the last tip I have for you and you're going to laugh at me and you're probably going to call me a hypocrite as well don't always make your food Instagrammable. And yes, I am guilty of this so, so much. I'm always focusing on the presentation. and I don't think that's a bad thing. It is much more appealing to eat well-presented food. However, if you are going through the presentation in depth, you're then taking a bunch of photos and then you're laying out the table all nicely and make sure the backdrop looks good. It takes time and it's surprising how much that will add up. So I'm not saying that you don't have to ever make your food Instagrammable, but don't do it on those days that you're super busy. Your Instagram followers can live without seeing your food for one night. And if you want a pro tip, if your food does look a little bit messy, and this is what I do, I'm giving away my secrets here, I either take quite a close-up view of it and try and get more of a backdrop in, or I do a boomerang where things don't have to look quite as presentable as they would, and the backdrop doesn't matter quite as much. So as a top secret for you if you listen to the end of this. So those are my time-saving nutrition tips, and I really do hope they help. As I've mentioned before, some time spent in the kitchen is super important, but if we can keep that minimal and get the same results, then we should absolutely do it. So I hope that helped, team. Take care